I was uh, cruising around Netflix the other day and I saw a documentary, which, you know, I, I sort of like them. And it was... Uh, it all started with the owls, Sam. <laughs> it's not true. It started yeah. when I was a kid. You know, they get a lot of musical documentaries, too. Have you watched those? You watch the Eagles one? Not yet. Oh, it's like three or four hours, but it's really good. You're getting me off track. There's a Tony Robbins documentary called I Am Not Your Guru. Okay, so he's like the big self-help guy who's written a thousand different books and motivational speeches. He's the one with the teeth. Biggest smile ever. Yeah. Exactly. But is this an authorized biography or is this somebody doing a story on him no he helped make this with conditions i'll tell you about it i'll have one camera on tony and one camera on the intervention but i don't want to screw up what you're doing the challenge is we never know where he's going to go i'm a kid from azusa california who did not have any certainty but i was certain of one thing my insatiable hunger to end suffering for any human i can has his voice always been that way that sounded like hulk hogan it did his voice is different because he's used it and used it and used it yeah you know what he's using it for i've watched about 10 minutes of this this man is curses like a sailor and it it blew me away because he's all about positive and self-help and maybe it's because it's the inner circle and you know special meeting he's probably getting you there trying to get you real i mean i was i was shocked and that okay. takes a lot. Well, it's a documentary filmmaker who met him. This is why this was made. He met him, and he was actually going through a difficult time, and Tony Robbins can sit, could sense that and invited him to come to one of his like six-day seminars, like block off six days of your life and come. Yeah, that's a lot of positive it thinking. Is. Huh? <laughs> come, and he, was, he half-heartedly went. He was there for 40 minutes, and he was about to duck out of the door, called his wife and goes, I don't know why I'm here, because he was super uncomfortable with like looking at the person next to him and you know bearing his soul. And um, he gave it, his wife said, give it two days. He gave it two days. It, he says it changed him, but, but he enveloped a relationship with Tony. And so Tony says, look, I'll help you make it financially, but you get to do whatever you want. It can be your vision. You know, that way I don't skew you. Mm-hmm. So it's a true, true document. Well, there you go. That's why it's not censored. I was going to say, it's obviously not censored. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Social media apparently causes a lot of problems in marriages. Sam, you said you had something to say about this, yeah, right? I'll get right on this one, don't we? <clears throat> well, no. I'm just You yeah. feel like that's true? That's po- That has been possible for yeah, you? I've seen it. A problem for you? Yeah. Okay. It's just certain posts when I would post a picture of me and a a female, just as like a co-worker or if you're at an event and a couple of people, everybody wants to take a selfie or a right. group picture. Right. You get the, who's that? What's that? Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't really? know that. Yeah. I'm sorry. But, you know, you learn after the fact it's just insecurity. Mm. But I digress. Okay. <laughs> Please, tell me more, Jenny. I never knew that. Yeah. Was I ever one of those females you were in a picture with? That was no. like They knew who I They knew who I was. No. They have no... Wasn't you. No worries. Good. Strangers. Good. Stranger danger. Okay. The reason, and look, this is, this is across the board. Um, attorneys across the board say they have seen a definite increase of num- numbers of divorces. And one of the things that's cited in the top two and three, social media has, a, has been a problem and a reason that this couple is at a breaking point. Okay. Not just that screen time takes away from couple time. It's that you're not honest about who you're talking to online. That's And you connect with, you know, old flames. You connect with people from your past and it becomes a problem because you're not maybe forthright with it. Well, see, I understand that. I, I mean, I, I kind of understand that why you're kind of setting yourself up for yeah, a problem. You are. What I'm talking about, though, is completely like, yeah, no well, nothing to hide. That. I posted it on Facebook. Right. Look, I'm not hiding. Yeah, I see how opening, you know, the door 
<laughs> to the past can be a problem. Yeah. But the other thing I bet is also an issue is it's sort of the unrealistic expectations is it appears, you know, what yes. I mean? because of what people post that their life is this, that or the other you when s- that's not really reality. So smart you know that I mean? you said that another thing is cited. Everybody else's marriage looks better in comparison. Right. You can automatically feel like you're not. Why are you not as happy? Right. Why are you not? So ridiculous. But yeah. And it's easier. If you're if you're seeing someone else online, and what I mean is seeing their post, and then the quick little hey pops up, it's easy. You're not having to share responsibilities of bills with that person or raising children or, you know, whatever your normal gripes are living with somebody. It's easy to think somebody else would be better because you're not in reality with them. Yeah. Right. Well, maybe that should be Facebook's new slogan: three right. three billion posers a day. Eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. Get in on the discussion. Uh, be a part of the show anytime. We love to hear from you on this, including, in fact, our friend Drew, who is an attorney, says this is worse than we think. Drew, you are next. How social media can lead to divorce or at least some serious marriage problems. Get the full list at murphysamandjody.com. Be a part of the show. Let us know your experience with this anytime. 877-310-4MSJ. You know, since attorneys are seeing this more than anybody else, uh, we figured the person who would really be an expert for us is former producer Drew, who's now a hotshot New York City attorney. (laughs) (laughs) Hey. Am I overstating a little bit? Yeah, I think uh, I'm not licensed in the state of New York, so yeah, that's the first problem. Oh, that hasn't stopped anybody. <laughs> Listen to and you. hey, you know what? New York is not the only place you can make it as a lawyer. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's right. Well, thank God. There are 50 states in this great old land of the U.S. of A. And a lot of messed up people. So <laughs> do you see social media causing a lot of problems in people's personal lives? Well, let me tell you, it's the number one source of evidence used in divorce today. Uh-huh. Is it really? Absolutely. You know what? I spend an uh, absurd amount of time in my day mm-hmm. looking at other people's social media accounts. Oh, wow. Um, well, and, and you know, and part of it is people looking up old flames, getting back together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you want to subpoena in Facebook, is one of the easiest things in the world. You, you think you deleted that? You think that message is private? You think right. nobody will ever find out you search for that person? Well, guess what? You're probably wrong. Mm-hmm. Really? So we you can, can subpoena for things that have been deleted? Facebook is more than happy to give it to you. Oh, wow. wow. I am so well, glad you're telling everybody this. You <laughs> know that Snapchat message you thought disappeared? Yeah. Is, is actually saved on their servers. Wow. And it can be subpoenaed later in case it's needed. Drew, forever. I'm crazy. So, so how far back does this go? Ah, why do you ask? <laughs> yeah, Murphy. What about MySpace? <laughs> Murphy, I'm going to help you out and change the subject. Okay. Drew, it sounds like you're commercial. Like, I, I didn't know this. It sounds like you... No, look, yeah. let me tell you. It's not, just, it's not just the cheating aspect. There's also... You're posting negative things about your ex-spouse online. Well, mm-hmm. that's probably contempt of court if you got a divorce yeah. and you have children oh. together. Wow, didn't think about uh, that either. I can see that. Yeah, there's, that, that's usually why I'm reading it these days. I'm reading somebody's nasty thoughts about their ex-spouse online and trying to figure out, should we go back that's to court? awful. Adults on Facebook, when you start doing stuff like that, you go backwards maturity level by 20 years. It's ridiculous. Yeah. You got two bad problems that make people act like children. One, divorce. Two, 
social media. What about oh. alcohol? You forgot number three. All right, Sam. Right. <laughs> Always good to talk to you. Thank you, Drew. That's our uh, former producer and now attorney, Drew Morrell. Thank you, Drew. Beware what you post on social media. Bye, Drew. Bye. Four rules for living with relatives. No matter what the reason, somebody comes back, somebody's having financial difficulties, somebody lost their entire home and is with you. So when you, say, bell, Murph. when you say four rules, you mean four rules for successfully yes. living with her. This is good information. Maybe I bet you should... I know what one of them is. What, Murphy? Reversing the locks on the door so they're on the outside. <laughs> why do you, why? <laughs> I hope my mom's not hearing you pick like this. She doesn't. She sleeps so okay. late. She <laughs> <in the show. laughs> But seriously, late. folks, okay, I no. could say anything I wanted to right now. This could be any. <laughs> this could be any situation. It doesn't have to all be mother-in-law. Number one, set up basic ground rules, mainly about the space you occupy. You like, stay there, we'll stay here. <laughs> we'll just, we'll just, say, let's just say, for instance, just because it's our house, if she is getting ready, we don't barge in, or yeah. you know, basic ground rules of. We set the alarm at night. Yeah. Please don't undo the alarm at night. That's a big one for Murphy. I also got the yellow duct tape that I can make arrows out of to show where she can walk. (laughs) Keep it. Keep going. That room upstairs is yours. The rest of the house is ours. (laughs) You know, the trick to picking on somebody is knowing when to stop. Kind of the trick of maturity, isn't it? Knowing Mm. how far to go. Um, Discuss compensation. Meaning. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. We haven't been receiving any funding. (laughs) It's not true. My mom. I never thought about this. She cleans the kitchen all the time. She I bought you Cheetos. Compensation. She buys Cheetos. She does her part. She does not want to be. <laughs> I, I, you know, Cheetos and an extra four hundred bucks a month would be great. <laughs> Cheetos are great, but how about some cash? I so wonder if your dad had to come live with us. Would, would we do? Would it be the same thing? Would I be all? I don't think so. <laughs> Oh, well. You know, I'm just kidding. The third one is pick your battles. And I believe in that in life, not just in this situation, but in life. For instance, maybe you don't like one thing that's happening, but if it's not a problem, save your battle for, please don't say that in front of the kids or something that really matters to you. Yeah, absolutely. Pick your battles in everything, (laughs) especially when somebody's living with you. That's different. And final, the fourth one is set expectations. No, you know... When she's How? leaving? <laughs> <laughs> we got a timeline here. <laughs> I love you, Mom. He loves you, too. He just loves to play with Sam. Go get these online, murphysamandjody.com. Jody, have you ever noticed, you know, y'all have the five dogs, you and Murphy. We do. Do they have uh, musical okay. preferences? Or do, when you play music, do they notice? Or do you, have you ever noticed? Because Gus, my dog, I never noticed that he cares what music I play. I don't think that they notice, but I feel like in my brain it keeps them company. Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel oh, like... Oh, I sound like my mom. She leaves the radio on it whenever she goes anywhere. My dogs are listening to us right now. Oh. Mommy misses you. Hi, Hi Stella. Yeah, Chevy. Uh, PetSmart is, uh, what they're doing is they're putting a new uh, sound system in all their stores nationwide. Nice. Where in the boarding area where the dogs are, it's going to play soothing, (gasps) calming, relaxing music to keep the dogs happy. I'm so glad you said that because they've done studies that found that that shelter dogs are more calm and they need calming down at the shelter with classical or soothing music. And then on the outside or the outside in the store where everybody's shopping, pet moms and dads. 
they're going to play more upbeat, fun music. Right. Like they should, you know, because you're shopping. You want to, hey, Happy have experience. fun. Let me spend some money. This music right. is fun. Right. So they're going to be putting these new systems in. So look for those. <laughs> Puppies will be happy. You'll yeah. be happy. Everybody will be happy. Money spending music. Mm-hmm. I like it, Sam. We love having you along. Be a part of the show anytime. You can call or text 877-310-4MSJ. Uh, you can join us online anytime at murphysamandjody.com. Apparently, Sam, you got to just say it in our producer's mailbag. Me? Yeah, just say it is this you know thing that we have. It's like our motto. When you feel something positive about somebody, don't hold on to it. Just say it. Always do that in your life. So, Emily, what do we have? I think everybody's going to agree with Joy here. She says... Her name is Joy. Yes. Nice. Oh, that's a happy name. Yeah. Just checking in. Been super busy, but still listening and enjoying the show. Tell Sam that I just love his sarcastic humor, and I love to hear him laugh. It's true. A lot of people laugh along with you. Sam's laugh is his very own personal appreciation of the situation or the irony of it. It is yes. genuine, just like the man. Oh. oh, wow. I'm genuine, huh? Yeah, you are. Okay. Especially when you're tickled about something. Like yeah. cat videos. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See? They have, the, have you seen those cat compilation ones, man? I, could I watch, sent I, you one the other day. I could just watch those forever. The cat fails. I know. My favorite one was the cat in the toaster recently. Have you seen the cats in the toaster? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) What happens? Well, cats are being catty and sneaky, and they don't know that the toaster's been pushed down. There you go. (laughs) And so when when it pops up, they they lose it. Yeah, it's as good as the cat in the cucumber. You know what? We'll post one of those in honor of you loving Sam's Laugh Joy at murphysamandjody.com. Sam, I wish I had videoed one the other day. Jody said I should have done this because I went upstairs. You know, with Jody's mom staying with us, the two cats are in the upstairs area, yeah. which is sort of like a laminate flooring, and they were right by the door when I walked in. Oh! They took off so fast oh. that they were skidding, they couldn't move because they were trying to go faster, <laughs> flipping over and skidding into each other and trying yeah. to get away from me. I thought you were going to tell me they hit the roof when you opened the door. <laughs> but he did, Hanging upside down. He yeah. did come downstairs and say that was the most fun he's had since mom moved in. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> I love hearing from you in the mailbag anytime. Thank you for that joy. MurphySamAndJody.com. When you are a woman and you have been shopping for yourself for years... You know by the way something looks hanging if it's yours. And then you still have to take a chance on it oftentimes in the dressing room. And I have never done this with jeans, ever. In in fact, of all the things that women have to buy and wear, producer Emily might agree, blue jeans, and I love to wear blue jeans, especially dark blue jeans that look like you can dress them up. I love that. Put a little heel with it, go out with your friends, whatever. I've always loved those. It's not just a country girl thing. And I normally would never buy jeans without trying them on, ever, because that's, you know, they can feel a way that ruins your whole day. See, I've been, I've bought jeans before. You try them on, they feel great. And you come back whenever, six months later to buy like the same pair, Mm -hmm. same cut, same everything from the same store. And it doesn't even fit the different. same. You think it's your body or the, no, the it's, manufacturer? No, it's just whoever was making the jeans that day. It's, it yeah, it. sort of an irregularity. Yeah. Let me tell you what happened the other day. This is so crazy. I never would have thought. I was in a hurry. I was shopping. I was at a department store picking up something for the girls, our girls that needed stuff. I saw these jeans hanging up. I saw a dark pair, a pretty dark pair, and then a black pair. And I'm like, they look like me. They look like they would fit me. And I'm in a hurry. But they're on sale. Let me just buy them. I know my size. Let me just buy them. And I'll leave the tags and I'll keep my receipt. I got them home. 
I cannot believe that I got them on sale, that they're this pretty and they feel amazing. But that's not the ma- the amazing part. They are Jennifer Lopez brand jeans. Oh, no. Hmm. We all know, know that she's my spirit animal. Uh, and I she, love her. They make you look like J-Lo? Oh, no. Well, look, really? Jenny already looks like impossible? J-Lo to me anyway. Just oh. the redheaded version. Okay, that's pushing it too, way too far. But I mean you know it. how much I love her. I don't know. I just what have, are the chances? What are the chances? I didn't even see the tag. And that they're actually good. You know how sometimes when that celebrity stuff comes out, you're like, oh, give me a break. No, the waist is where it should be. They fit me like a glove. They they weren't expensive. Yeah, they were on discount and they feel fabulous. Jennifer Lopez, I love you. <laughs> I love you. You're my favorite. Anyway, that doesn't happen for women. That does not happen that you, you know, it just all works out and you don't buy jeans without trying them on and it work. It's crazy. And Sam, I don't know if I stuck my foot in my mouth here. Mm -hmm. Sam just helped you shove it down further. If I'm being, you know, misunderstood. Jody, there's a riding lawnmower that needs to be repaired that Jody is borrowing a trailer from a family member. Picking it up for my mom. And to take it from point A to point B. Right. And, it, and I'm not driving the trailer. I'm not suggesting that Jody's not capable of doing it. She's just never done it before. You're just showing concern. Well, and so there should be something between never having done it before to actually picking it up and moving it. That's the only thing I'm suggesting. Mm-hmm. But apparently, this is really. Uh, you guys both I'm said, please don't do this. Um, I don't. Sam said, I don't think you should do this. You're like, let me help you, little lady, do this. That's no. It's not the let me help you, little lady. <laughs> Verbatim, I that, did not say that. Yeah, that's why I think that's why some people are getting pretty. All right, upset let's about go this. into the 24 hour voicemail because I think it got hot. Sam and Jody, 24 hour voicemail. So <clears throat> I'm calling to let you guys know to back off of Jody. You're acting like she's pulling a 30-foot trailer with a bulldozer on it. It's a small trailer with a riding mower. She's capable. Have a great day. Oh, baby. Mm. Thank Thank you. you. Capable. I appreciate you for that. (laughs) That is so true, though. I'm acting like it's a 40-foot long trailer behind Right. Okay, let's go check another one. I am weighing in on this Jody pulling the trailer thing. And I think this would be a wonderful opportunity for her daughter, Taylor, to see that she, too, needs to get some practice. And so she's going to go to the parking lot at the grocery store or whatever and practice and learn how to do it before she does it for real. But there's no reason in the world why a woman cannot drive a trailer with a tractor on it. So I think that's kind of a ridiculous thing that I have to go with Mm -hmm. you if Somebody's going to help on the other end to get the tractor off. And she just needs to have practice with a trailer. I would recommend some cement blocks to hold the trailer nice and sturdy after the thing is removed so it isn't just flying around. But that's it. Thank you, and I enjoy your program. Have a good day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the voicemail. And and see, that's really... That's probably a better suggestion I should have made. I wasn't trying to say, Oh, you can't do that. I need to be there for you. The practice is probably the thing that really makes the most right. sense, I know right? I've never done it before. I am nervous about doing it, but I'm not going to wait until some man can come do it I'm for not, me. Yeah, I know. It's my point. We're not saying that you know, that's the case. I think I might have a solution anyway, because, of course, my phone blew up with all the men I know. If, if Murphy's not available, so yeah. I'll tell you about that coming up. It's a sad day for American commerce. Why is that, Sam? <laughs> and people like me who like to shop at Bed Bath & Beyond, they're, they're thinking about getting rid of their coupons. You know, thinking the, about or for sure getting rid of? They're thinking about 
like Please they're close don't do to doing it. it. Now, these are the twenty percent off coupons you find everywhere. I'm aware. Don't they do a five dollar one too sometimes? Yes, they do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, aren't there, but I mean, who needs the coupons when you can go in and get the three for fifteen or whatever? They do that all the time too. No, I mean the coupon, the twenty percent off coupon is amazing because they were readily available everywhere. You can find them on online, and you have them on your phone, or you could find them in any magazine, mm-hmm. and they were good for anything in the store. Yeah, and they anything. come in the mail like once a week, and you can just stack them they up. They were just and use bountiful, them. and my, I know maybe this doesn't happen in every single one. My mom took a couple of them in there once and used more than one at one time. Like she used, she bought two things and used a coupon on each thing, and they didn't call the police, and they didn't call <laughs> the police. Yeah. Well, they're looking at coming up with something, I guess, kind of like an Amazon Prime called Beyond Plus. This yeah. is you working, You pay your fee though. for the year, and then you get your discounts throughout the year. Mm, the coupon's working. It's Hold those, on to it. It's like when you, you walk to the mailbox, and there's a coupon. It's like, oh, the Bed Bath & Beyond coupon's here. Know it. Not anymore. Murphy didn't even know about it, did you? Had no clue. Some of the stuff I, just, I bought from there. I went in there. I don't off. shop as frequently as Sam does at Bed, mm, Bed Bath & Beyond. We love having you along. In fact, join us anytime, 877-310-4675. You can call or text to that number. What's up, Becky? Just calling to talk to you about, I heard you were saying you were going to hog the lawnmower this weekend. Yes. And I was going to say, <laughs> um, I agree with Sam and Murphy. I think that when you're first hauling something that big, you do have to realize that, um, you have the trailer behind you and your turns have mm-hmm. to be a little bit wider and okay. you do have to be a little bit more careful. But I used to um, haul a 6,000-pound uh, liquid oxygen tank behind me. Wow, trailer. Becky. <laughs> wow. So when I worked for Home Health, but the tractor will make it heavier and, and you may also feel like when you go over a bump, it could like... Right, right, yeah. and you'll you'll be like, oh my god. Well, guess what, Becky? Every man in my life is trying to talk me out of trying to do it. Uncle Terry called me last night too and said, you know what? I'll do it with you. He wants to do it with me anyway, and I think he wants to drive it. He has a new truck, you know. So I'm gonna, I might as well just sit there and sip tea while everybody does this for me, which is cool. You know, if my daddy were still alive, he would do it for me. But he also taught yeah. me how to do stuff. You know what I'm saying? He also well, liked for me to know. I'm not to do it. Right. I'm just saying be more aware because I used to, I mean, I still pull stuff. Yeah. I mean, I used to also back in a boat into the lake. Yeah, now. You know, when men. So, I mean, yeah. you just have to be aware. Maybe you should just come help me. <laughs> <laughs> Look, thank you for the boost of confidence and for the advice. I appreciate it. <laughs> You're welcome. Have a good one. Uh, we love you guys. Thank you, Becky. We appreciate the call. You know, Jody, I really, I, as your husband, I should apologize because I went straight well, from let me just do it. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I really, what I should have said was, okay, wait, you, you you should practice once. Let's do that together. And I know we move so fast. Yeah, I don't feel like I want to. Pra- I don't want to waste time practicing. But then again, but it's something. It's, it's you've it, never done it before. I've never done it before, right. and now I've got everybody volunteering. I'm torn between. Should I try to do this and experience it for myself or just, you know, because Uncle Terry has a new truck, wants to do it. Murphy, if you don't have too busy of an evening, you want to do it. You know, I don't know what yet. I might just sit home and drink some tea. <laughs> um, we'll see. Maybe it's for my just, mom's lawnmower. I want to do this for her. Right. Maybe we're just old school guys trying to help. You know what I mean? Not trying to say that you can't do it. And I love that. Right. Yes. It'll be in the next couple of days or this weekend, Sam. If you want to come yeah. out and <clears throat> help the little ladies, that's all right. I'll just keep I'll keep the police scanner on, listening for accidents. <laughs> Thanks, Sam. If the holiday eating must stop Mm-mm. now, I know you feel that the best, most successful you can do this diets online for you, MurphySamAndJody.com. 
Jody, I hate to break this to you, but Sam's taking over the not so serious book club. You know what? This is totally fine with me. He started telling me stories about this, and this sounds really good. Yeah, it's Willie Nelson's autobiography. It's called It's a Long Story. <laughs> I like it because he t- he t- he takes a lot of time to tell you the songs behind some of the stories or the so- the stories behind a lot of the songs that right he wrote. that you know already like uh, on the road again on the road again yeah this was from the movie Honeysuckle Rose which he was in he said he was uh, on the plane headed out to California to shoot it and the producer told him like look man we need we need a song for the movie you know some kind of road song he goes you mean like uh, on the road again going places that have never been yeah and they said well what's the melody he goes i don't know i'll let you know when i get it and nice. he took out an air sick bag and he wrote the lyrics on the air sick bag and by the time really? he landed boom he's got a number one hit yeah um, you know you you would expect a million stories from this man he, and just so casually he tells told. You, uh, i don't know if you've ever seen him in concert but he doesn't talk he just plays he'll say oh no yeah, i didn't here's another that. song here's another great one boom and, he'll and he plays and plays and plays and plays yeah and he tells you why he does that he doesn't do all the chit chat in between songs why? um you want me to tell you? You want to read the book? Okay, it's not yeah, a book whatever, report in yeah. school. Tell us. Okay, well, he says it's because the people want to hear the music. It was somebody yeah. else he modeled himself after that when he watched them in concert, he goes, yeah. that's the way I like a concert. Yeah, Give okay. me the hits and keep playing them. Okay, well, he reserves um, the right. You know, it's, but it's funny, at his age, I think that people would want to hear some of the stories. You know, I would. Right? Connection, right. He's very religious. He's taught Sunday school for years, believe it or not. What? Oh, yeah, he's got a mama and papa upbringing. Yeah. You've got to read that that part. Good stuff. Oh, my favorite song by Willie, this song, Red-Headed Stranger. The Red-Headed Stranger from Blue Rock, Montana. It's not one of his. He didn't write it. Into town and I've always thought, man, what an awesome song. It's about a cowboy who lost his Another love, comes to town with her horse, and some woman tries to steal her horse, and he shoots her dead. Mm-hmm. He, he used to sing this song as a lullaby to his kids. Of course he did. And oh, so, really? Yeah, and he's like, I, I always sung it as a lullaby. I know it's a song about shooting a woman, but it's a lullaby. And his kids grew up on it that way. And so he later on, he put it on one of his albums. But it's a great autobiography. It's not a hard read. All mm-hmm. the stories are great. Tells you all about the IRS troubles, too. Yeah, it makes me... It's excited to see you this excited about reading Willie I'm glad Nelson's I read story. It. I'm glad I picked that. It was either that or Bruce Springsteen. I went with Willie. What is the book called again? It's a long story. All right. Check out Willie Nelson's It's a Long Story in our Not So Serious Book Club yeah. at murphysamandjody.com. And he's still touring, right? At 83 oh, yeah. years old. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. That's amazing. Blue eyes cry. So pretty. Ah, we need that in the morning. I want to say that I have never been the kind to ask any man to watch a romantic type movie with me. I, I, I'm not that girl. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Jody, I mean, I will admit Jody's always been really cool. If you want to watch it, you can. I would. I think you would like it, but, you know. Or mostly, or some of them I don't think you would like. Um, but Murphy watched something with me the other night that I thought was the sweetest thing ever because I really didn't want to watch it alone. A but romantic movie? No. Um, okay, let me first take you back to my childhood for a split second and explain to you why this means something to me. When um, I was a little girl, my dad's favorite thing to watch on TV, he didn't watch a lot of TV, he would love to watch the animal shows about, help me with the name of the show. Oh, just like uh, Wild, Wild Kingdom. Kingdom. Yeah. Thank you. Which at that time was the only animal show, right? <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> was like the original before and Discovery would, and Animal Planet. When he would turn that on, everybody else in the house would scatter, yeah. but I would go sit right by him. Hence, the, that began my love for nature or whatever. You know, I'm a country girl. Mm-hmm. So we have been, Murphy and I, fast forward to today, enjoying all the owls around our house that we see flying at night and, and making noise at night. Right. And they're barn owls. So I'm flipping around on Netflix the other night, and there's a 
documentary about owls. <sighs> Specifically, a barn owl. Barn owls. Like, like, wow, what are the odds of this? It's called owl power uh, yeah, yeah. because they have sweet. they do have like really cool powers that no other animal creatures in this world have and it's all about that like they can read minds including the fact that when they fly man they're such good hunters because the prey like they they can't even be heard they're so quiet <clears throat> and part of the documentary took you into that studio <clears throat> murphy remember something lloyd and rose have noticed with their 11 year old barn owl kenza when she flies across the meadow She's mysteriously quiet. Ah, isn't it lovely? It's How great. quiet is a hunting barn owl? I don't know. <laughs> it's peaceful, Sam. To find out, Kenza. Lloyd's taken Kenza to a special studio. Okay, okay, okay. To- <laughs> anyway, so what happens it was is lovely. when the owl flies, you don't hear a thing. Every other bird that they flew made noise. The barn owl, I guess, is very stealth in the way that it flies. And so Kenza impressed us all that night, there Sam. You go. <laughs> anyway, it's very relaxing and lovely. And I thought, this man must love me to watch this with me. So you had absolutely nothing to do that night, right? I loved it. It was so relaxing and sweet. You know, I didn't know that an owl's face is shaped like a satellite dish so it can hear. Oh. Everything. Wow. Yeah, yeah cool? we learned a lot. Although it's so relaxing that I fell asleep with eight minutes to go. Remember, we have eight more minutes of that documentary watch. Well, lucky you, Murphy. (laughs) Eight more minutes of sleeping time. So just want to say thank you. 877-310-4MSJ. Morning, John. How are you? I'm great. How are you guys doing? We're great. Awesome. Hey, I love that I can get up at 4 in the morning. I get up to pray, pray and meditate every morning at 4. Oh, nice. And I'm just dying to listen to your show at 5 in the morning every morning. Oh, oh, so you listen to us after you meditate? Yeah, I spend an hour, at least an hour in prayer and meditation before <gasps> I listen. And then we screw it all up for you, I was you, about right? to say, you really let us <laughs> infringe on that yeah. piece. Yeah, I can't wait for you in the morning to get centered and then listen to your program. It's great. <sighs> Thank you. you spend really an hour doing that whole thing, prayer and meditation? Oh, yeah, and I can't oh. wait up. I, I mean, I got up at 2 this morning because I couldn't wait to do it. Here's my question. <laughs> if you listen, you know I'm kind of all over the place, but when I've tried to yeah. meditate, I do a pretty good job of clearing my mind, but then right. I start thinking about all the things I need <laughs> yeah. to do, yep. and it becomes my list. That's not what it's supposed well, to the- be. Right, but you see, I, I do the opposite, where I concentrate on filling my mind with things that I want there. Oh. Uh, nature absorbs a vacuum, so when you try to empty your mind, things naturally move in. Yeah. Right. So I put things in that I want there to be there so nothing else can get in. The times I've tried meditating, yeah. I screw it up because I am I start thinking about that I'm spoke, supposed to be thinking about meditating. <laughs> <laughs> and it feeds on itself, and then it blows it all out, yeah. Oh. Right. And another thing is... I understand how my emotions work because if I get angry about something, I can control my emotions. And I've I've learned how to be that centered that if I'm angry or afraid, I can shift myself to loving people with just with a thought. Wow. Oh, my gosh. That's how it's easy to control your emotions and control your life. Ta-da. Thank you for the therapy this morning. You're the healthiest person we've ever spoken yeah. to. Thank you, John. And you know what? What John just explained is the reason that I have tried and, and not really succeeded at it. He's a perfect example <laughs> of what, what that centering is all about. 
someone who I've been you know seeing and counseling with since my mother passed away has recommended that mm-hmm. and a and daily I was good up until about six weeks ago you know until all the changes started to happen and our routines kind of changed at the house Jody's mom I'm not blaming Jody's mom. <laughs> okay, when my mom moved in. no 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 but she my, ruined his my, meditation my, my regular routine I was just starting to get in that habit but it yeah. really it takes discipline and practice once you get it yeah. it's a lot easier but you just it's it's like working a muscle once you start to do to it plan to make, it makes make a big time difference. for it I guess every day yeah we appreciate it. But you don't have to do John. a whole hour. They say 10 minutes, literally. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, John. Be a part of the show anytime. We love having you along. 877-310-4MSJ. 877-310-4MSJ. So Stanford University has this report out now about helicopter parenting and how that can really kind of like stun your child's stunt. 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 Your child's growth. Cause them later to not be able to make decisions for themselves or things like that. Right. And so it started a whole lot of dialogue. Tony, you got a thought? Um, kind of goes with helicoptering, parenting, um, and the whole everybody wins a trophy at everything. Oh, yes, um, the participation I mean, trophy. I've spoke with you all before. I'm a teacher and yes. I teach math in um, yes. fifth grade. And I've had kids literally cry when they haven't won a game in math. Mm. Um, I think that all goes back to everybody wins a trophy at everything. Right. Sure. You know, my kids have played sports. I have a 14 and 16 year old and my husband and I, you know, when they were three, that was fine. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, you can win a trophy when you're three years old. Agreed. But as they got older, we didn't believe in that. My husband and I always were like, no, you need to be learn to be a good winner and you need to learn to be a good loser. Exactly. And everything that we do, you know, we need to learn these characteristics to be a good human. Because being a good winner and loser is important. And I've seen children at the ballpark literally go by and not shake someone's hand. And personally, if if that's my kid, I'm going to go out to the field and I'm going to make my child shake someone's hand. Yeah. Nice. Um, and I see the helicopter parenting in the classroom all right. of the time. And I, I think, hate oh, you're hurting your kid. You're not allowing them to become a good citizen in our community and this is our future we talk about how it hurts the children growing up and it it does but i just want to say something we've not touched on it's also bad for the parents who are doing it because guess what your kid is not going to be able to face reality and when he when he or she tries to be an adult in this world they're going to come back to you right when you think you're done you're never going to be done you're making your problems worse you are you don't you can't bail them out this generation it's almost like entitled Man, it hurts. So, it hurts to do it right. Man. It hurts my heart. It hurts my heart. <laughs> yeah, me too. Although I did get used to being, I thought my middle name was honorary mention at one point. <laughs> it's good because I really, it's kind of like, you know, peeking over the fence. Yeah. I didn't always get to one, two, or three, but I just got there for the honorary mention part. But it was. You're I mean, fine. It built character. You right, exactly. That's yeah. right. Thank you, Tony. We love having you along. Um, Elsa is up next with a different opinion about the helicopter parenting thing. 877-310-4MSJ. So, Sam, does that mean honorary mention is really fourth place? <laughs> the losers. Yes. <laughs> Eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ is the number that you can call or you can text. How how are you, Elsa? I'm good. I listen to you guys every morning. I love your show. Thank, Thank you, Elsa. You. 
I was hearing about the helicopter parent, and I just want it's not in defense of a helicopter parent because I try very hard not to be. Okay. But I had a late in life baby. Mm-hmm. I had one at 40, mm-hmm. a daughter that I waited years and years for. Oh, so nice. I can see the perspective of how hard it is not to be yes. a helicopter parent. Sure. Because after waiting so long, wanting to try to protect her and keep her safe and, and um, help her not make mistakes, because I also have. Uh, 29-year-old mm-hmm. and gone through all the mistakes and things that, that we did with him. And so it's like trying not to do the same thing sure. and keeping her out of trouble. Right. You know? Yeah, Nicole had called and was telling us that, you know, she feels like the world's a different place. There's more to protect them from, which also creates the helicopter parent. It is um, very a very different world that we live in now. Even at 13, she's 13. Right. Even at 13, so different now. Good points. You know, it's not something I ever thought of. I only saw it of try not to over-parent, over-coddle because of the damage it'll do. But I guess it, it comes right. from a re- what you're saying, and I agree, it comes from a very real, compassionate place. Right. And I try very hard because I do want her to be a to grow up to be a strong woman. Mm-hmm. She was very shy, especially around men. So around the fourth grade, I wanted her to have a male teacher. Mm-hmm. I didn't say, oh, no, she can't have a male teacher because she's too shy and she won't participate. Right. So you, it, it, there, you have to find the balance, I guess. Yes, you do. Another thing to balance as a parent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, look, thank you for that perspective. And Elsa, before we let you go, how many people ask if you want to build a snowman? <laughs> <laughs> A lot, lots of people. And I even work part-time at Build-A-Bear. Oh, yeah. And so they all come in and they cannot, they're like, is that really your name? Right. I'm like, yes, I had it way before she did. That's right. <laughs> Thank you, Elsa. Very cool name. Had a cool place to work, the Build-A-Bear workshop. Okay. I, I would want to be the person in charge of the little stuffing part that, tur- you know, mm-hmm. the turns constantly in the is barrel. Is there a person in charge of it or is it just kind of just a magic thing? Well, I could volunteer for you it. You could. 877. I'm <laughs> Anytime you want to join us. Trending now. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. I did a little dance when I heard that Jimmy Kimmel will be the MC for our upcoming Academy Awards in 2017. He does uh, a great job with them. He is mm-hmm. so he's never hosted the Academy Awards. Oh, he hosts he's, the Emmys. He hosts the Emmys oh, back okay. in, He's done other stuff like that as well. Host and when he hosted the Emmys, my favorite moment, and you know that means Matt Damon's gonna jump and surprise the crowd at some point because he and he and matt damon have this thing where they're rivals yeah fake rivals but it was it was the funniest part of the emmys last year it was what do you want just calm down man (laughs) i missed the last category did you win he makes the face like no i didn't win No, we didn't win, all right? And, oh, that's a bummer. The uh, Emmy for Directing. No, that it makes a lot of sense, but it's... <laughs> you must be really bummed out. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little disappointed. Do you mind if I continue with the show? No, I mean... Oh, I'm sorry. What am I doing? I'm, this is so humiliating. I'm sorry. I mean, you lost, and now you got to... Stand out here for the rest of the night in front of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you know he's got plenty of time to work on everything that he wants to do. No pressure, but yeah. I love his brand of comedy, and I think he's going to be great. Oh, yeah. Jimmy Kimmel, the Oscars, will be later this year, Sunday, February 26th, live on ABC.